Recording in progress. I need some Ivan Ooze in my life. Oozing, using, and abusing. Here we go, today and tomorrow. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. You're cruising for a bruising. You be losing. R2 win. I be choosing my Pokemon. Snorlax. Snorlax! <laughs> okay, kids, let's go! Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron. Back at it again. Accuracy. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. So 258. Did I guess that right? No. Mm -hmm. 276. <laughs> You're only off by 20 or so. It's I'm not only that big off of a deal. by I mean, a, a year. On. Only one full year away. It's not. I mean, at the rate that we release episodes, it's really not that much. But, you know, I forgive you. Yeah, it's 276, everybody. Thanks wow. for tuning in, if you are tuning in. So, what's up? Well, sometimes I was going to say about the episode numbers. Sometimes I wonder if our milestones will link up. You know, as we get closer to January, I was like, hey, are we going to get to 300? By the time we get to January, the answer to that is no at this point. But it would be cool if we got synchronicity, you know? Here's the anniversary and we got episode 300 at the same time. Synchronisms. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad saying this, but the milestones, um, even though they're greater milestones, they become less and less in my mind because we've been doing this for so long. Uh, you know, when we hit first hit like 5,000 and 10,000, we're like, fucking someone's clicking our shit! Oh my god! And now we're like, yeah, maybe 300,000 soon, maybe, whatever. Yeah, I guess. I haven't even watched Star Wars in the past three months, but let's talk about it anyway. Let's talk about it. Other people <laughs> are doing so, so uh, we'll throw our opinions in. It feels good to not be, like, we're not like a news source, you know? Sure. Like, there's some YouTube channels or, like, blogs or, you know, Star Wars Twitter accounts that are, like, as soon as something comes out, we got a recap on it, like, 20 minutes later, ready to go sure. and uploading. So, it feels nice and low pressure to not have to do that. Yeah, it's it feels more of a uh, reaction thing. People are interested in what we have to say, which is kind of nice, whatever. I think so. Or, they're or they just want to hear in, us chat. They're interested in how much of a blunder we'll make of ourselves. Live. Wonder, and then they, they can make memes out of it. They, they they get their updated news from the, the wholesome news outlets, Star Wars Explained and all the other ones, and yeah. then they go to us and say, hey guys, how pissed are you? Explain how pissed you are. And then we get our information and our news from those same outlets as well, and then we come True. and talk about how pissed we are. True. It's, a, it's, it's a, the circle of life. The circle of fandom. The circle of life. Fans. Oh, man. Um... So yeah, news-wise, at least for us and the goings-on of the Rogue Squadron, we are going to have a uh, crossover uh, very shortly coming up with Revenge of the 90s. I was on there once to talk about Batman Returns, but leading up to the new Jackass movie, uh, Steve is going to have Mopar and myself both on to cover CKY, which was released just before 
the new millennium. Yeah. No, I am. Uh, I'm pretty hyped to be honest. I'm just hyped to simply rewatch it. I haven't watched the CKYs in a minute. Yeah. Uh, and I do like starting at the beginning. Uh, so the first CKY is a great opportunity. And with all the the craziness and and new stories that have gone on about Bam and all that, it sucks. And I just kind of maybe want to go back to the heyday of of those innocent times yeah. that were just. Uh, it's there's there's like a wholesomeness of a guy getting kicked in the nuts. You know what I'm saying? You know there there is it is though. Like I, I agree. remember ball tapping friends and then laughing about it. <laughs> even though your friend is livid mad at you, it's yes. like yeah, but it's all good. Good. That's fun. accurate. Yeah, you know when you tip someone over in a shopping cart, it really makes you really sit back and reflect on your life. <laughs> so I know what you mean. So no, I'm uh, I'm pretty hyped to talk about CKY. I'm pretty hyped to rewatch it, and yeah. uh, you know I probably won't stop if I if I watch the first one even after uh, Revenge of the Nineties and we do that episode. I'm just gonna power through all of them because that's yeah. the kind of freak I am. We got to watch all four in the same night, really. If you're if you're a true fan of anything, yeah. Um, but as they like to do, <laughs> they will tangent. So even though CKY one is the only one released in the nineties, I'm sure we'll. Um, you know, open up some space to talk about two, three, and four. So, but one is the one that I've watched the least. So, yes, I am excited to go back and revisit it. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, coming up. Yep, we'll be recording that later this week. So it'll probably drop in the next couple of weeks or so. And posting. And then Steve from uh, Revenge is gonna who's been a lifelong friend of ours, will be joining us. He asked we to friends. come on the show, and we were like, ah, fine, I guess. Um, so. It'll be good to talk with him. We've, we've casually talked about Star Wars over the course of our friendship, um, but we haven't... I don't think he's been on the show at all, so we haven't really sat down and, like, you know, etched in stone what are our thoughts on Star Wars. I know he has a lot of thoughts about Rise of Skywalker in particular, so... Good, good. That's one to have a lot of thoughts about. You know, I was uh, I was out of town this weekend and at at a wedding who I I wasn't a part of at all. I wasn't involved. It's friends of the wife from you know California. So yeah, it was just me and a bunch of strangers uh, essentially. The best uh, I weddings. Had met, I had met one of the brides. That's that's about it. Um, there were multiple brides there. Yes. It, yeah. It was a double wedding. No. You're getting there. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you misspoke and like meant no. to say bridesmaids. No, there was yeah two brides in in this wedding. All right, I'm so um, sorry. I no, I, you're I did not mean for that to sound like no, you know, uh, whatever. The churnings were there, and you're like, wait like, a second, yeah. that's a basically impossible. Oh, wait. insert Windows 98 <laughs> shutdown noise here. Um, but all that to say, uh, of course, I was trying to make small talk, and people were asking me. Surprisingly, I you know. For those who don't know, I have Obi-Wan's lightsaber on my arm. And to be honest, when I'm out in public, I get the weirdest looks if they don't immediately know it's a lightsaber. I've gotten like, why do you have a pipe on your arm? You're like, dude, chill the fuck out. So I can beat you in the face because yes. you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is very nice. You know, I'll get those random like, Who's, whose lightsaber is that? So it's like, yeah, it's fun. Um, but, you know, making small talk, uh, this guy... We were talking about the lightsaber, and then he's like, well, what are your thoughts on Rogue One? I was like, honestly, one of my favorite Star Wars movies. And he's like, thank you! I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, Instant even for, friendship. It, it, well, it felt like he wasn't like a deep 
deep-rooted nerd. He wasn't a huge Star Wars fan. So it was actually kind of refreshing for kind of just a, a regular fan to be yeah. that enthralled with... Yeah. <gasps> with the, the burps. Liquid Death makes it happen. <laughs> Make sponsored it, by Liquid sponsored Death. Sponsored by Liquid Death. Um, yeah. yeah. So all that to say, Rogue One is great. And from me to him, everybody good. loves it. It's good to form an instant connection with someone, you know? The situation can sometimes be awkward, you know? It's like, I've been in that that boat. My wife was a bridesmaid in, like, a ton of different uh, weddings in the past. We got married kind of late out of the course of all of her friends. And even though I, obviously, we went to college together, but, like, all the people that I knew were usually in the bridal party off doing their thing. So I'm just kind of yeah. there by myself. You know, you got to talk to some somebody. And, yeah, it just makes it easier if they like Star Wars. You have something to talk about. And that's, it's a very hazy gray area. When someone says, oh, you like Star Wars? I'm like, here we fucking go. Thank what, you. What level of Star Wars are you discussing? You know, yes. I had a random girl. God, who was it? He was in like a fucking checkout line or someone. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I saw your, your lightsaber. My, my blah, blah, blah. My sister has Star Wars tattoos. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So you don't know anything about it. She's like, no, it's she's got uh, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. I was like, oh, okay. Tossing out Ahsoka is like, okay, you are a notch up. Just yeah. to know who Ahsoka is. I rank you higher as a person in my mind. You Thank are you. a better human than most. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you always you want to hear, like, what have you seen? What, you know, what characters yeah. do you know actually? Right. Uh, and even to say, hey, she has Ahsoka on her back or whatever, lower right. back. That's where I would put Ahsoka. Um, lower front, maybe. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure all of you guys run into that. If you go out in public and try to make some small talk, they're like, Star Wars. And you're like, oh, God. Well, yeah, I'll talk myself out of what I said. You know, if you meet somebody and you can kind of broach into the Star Wars conversation, it does make it a little less awkward in a lot of situations. But depending on how that conversation begins, it could make it more awkward. Because the yeah. worst thing that you can do is be like, they can see a Star Wars tattoo and like, well, first of all, if they see my Commander Cody, they're like, oh yeah, Boba Fett. I'm just like, I have to walk away. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's happened before. But the worst thing is like, they open and they're just like, man, Disney just like really, and that's all they have to say. And you're just like, ah. Or if they want to say something about the prequels, you know. Or yeah. if you got this kid in the chat here that says, three's the best, no argument, originals are outdated. Any of I those, agree. like, cutoff statements, they change the course of the conversation. Yeah, it's it's a, it's weird. Uh, I'll, I'll throw that out there. And like you said, it can be very good or very bad. You could click yeah. immediately and be like, dude, I understand your point of view or you didn't like seven eight or nine but you know you have valid points and all that or it could just be like hello there and they just stare at you like <laughs> fuck me I'm just talking myself over here over explaining why i like yeah the mandalorian and how the jedi fit in and they're like yeah, yeah i saw it he was cute you're like fuck if you say hello there to a random stranger and they don't grow two extra arms and say general <laughs> kenobi what do you you don't have anything to talk about it, it Just walk away. Goodbye there. <laughs> <sighs> Don't make lines in the sand about when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> Just talk um, about it and enjoy it and love it. So speaking of uh, feelings on Star Wars, which is all the fuck time we got to do and talk about, uh, I did, as I always do, Google Star Wars, and I did see that uh, editor uh, Marcia Lucas, which is... Uh, George's ex-wife, who was an editor, I believe, for uh, four, five, and six. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, she recently, this stuff was posted like five hours, two hours, and eight hours ago, uh, that she absolutely hated JJ and Kathleen's stuff and that they, quote, didn't get it. Um, you know, which is whatever. You know, if you worked on the original trilogy, you, there is a, you do have a special spot in my heart. You know, we yeah. all, would, nothing would be here without it. Uh, and then I went and uh, dug a little deeper, and she basically said, "How could you kill off Han Solo? And then how could you kill off Luke? And then and then you have no Leia." And I'm like, "Well, you see, yeah. it's because they're 80 years old." Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> which, so I, I was trying to wrap my mind around this. You know, if 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 I'm an original trilogy fan and I love Luke, Leia, and Han and Chewie, yeah. What what would your ex- expectations of seven, eight, and nine B. Well, we're running into the same nostalgia factor conversation as if when I talk about Pokemon to someone of a younger generation and I say there's only 151, change my mind. I feel like that's the same kind of thing as like the original trilogy are on a pedestal and the rest are just kind of, you know, poor attempts to keep going with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so I guess depending on how, you know, near and dear you hold it, they're there kind of is no option. You know, some people that love the original trilogy go into those newer Star Wars films, and they're like, they're ex- they're not expecting to be to see something that's going to um, exceed their expectations. You know what I mean? They're going in, and they're just thinking like, you know, I guess let's see what they came up with this time. Yeah, I guess my 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 argument to that would be, it seems like you were in love with the characters and not the universe. Because the universe is still there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if you're so enthralled and, and so tied in on only Luke, Leia, and Han, then you're not a Star Wars fan. You're a Luke, Leia, and Han fan. It's right. very weird in my in my mind. Like, I I get it, but I don't know. Yep. It's like you, you're just going to hate the new stuff because those three characters aren't in it. Like, that's not a real valid point. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. And I, I feel know. like... Hmm. I guess maybe you can just be a, a, a character of the uh, a character. Maybe you can be a fan of just the characters and not the universe. Maybe there is a separation of fans. If you're an original trilogy fan and you're not so deep into it, maybe you just do. I, I like Han, Luke, and Leia. It's a fun story about you know a princess and a smuggler and a you know a wizard kid, and they they just save the, the galaxy. You know, on the surface. Yeah. Okay, and then when they say make seven, eight, and nine, and those three characters aren't in it, or and or they're killing them off. Yeah, I guess I can see how it could cut ties in your own mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm a fan of the universe that was created around those characters, and how the, you know, of course, I I have appreciation for those characters because they change the universe in their own mm-hmm. way. But you know, some of our favorite shit happens a thousand years before those characters, four thousand years before those characters. You know, Kylo Ren happens after in Thrawn. I, you know, I've been trying to go into the era of era of the Empire stuff, and I watched, been watching those those short little YouTube clips that I watched or that I brought up a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, um, that the guy animated basically the heir to the Empire. Right. You know, all that stuff happens out. You know, a little bit. Bunch. Just a little bit. Well, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you brought that up because here's what I was gonna say. You love the universe and the world building and et cetera, et cetera. You like the scenario. And I would say I do as well, and I appreciate when you kind of go a little outside the box 
using the same world building, but you know, totally different era, totally different characters. Maybe that's why we like KOTOR so much. Because it's like you see Star Wars, the movies, you get an appreciation for it, and you're like, man, I wonder what else they could do with this. And then you have something like KOTOR, which really does kind of, I don't want to say rewrite the playbook. No, but it takes us to the next level. Like takes, you can, Yeah, yeah. So maybe why, that's why we did connect to that as much, because it did take it to the next level, whereas we get to the sequels, we're excited Star Wars is coming back, but they are just kind of rooting us back in the Skywalker era, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean... To be fair, like even Lucas's original ideas for seven, eight, and nine were the children of Luke Han and Leia. Like it wasn't su- ever supposed to be about just those three characters. I don't know. Well, you were I feel- married. I don't know. You were married to him. Like how? How can you yeah. understand? Now maybe you're just salty because Lucas isn't making these decisions anymore. Even though you're, you know, divorced. I don't fucking know. I think there's something really great about a visionary creating a universe and laying down the foundation and then letting other people kind of go crazy with it. That can obviously get you into trouble where, you know, the end of Game of Thrones kind of had that problem. Oh, we figured it out. What? Marcia is 75 years old. Oh, yeah. Just that age right there. (laughs) That's going to explain a lot. You stopped changing your mind around like 60, I think, maybe. Oh, no, way far, <laughs> far way before that. She stopped. It's probably about 33, I think I started changing, as soon changing as, my mind. As soon as Madonna was a thing, she's like, I'm done thinking. This all sucks from here on out. 1982 <laughs> and on. Oh, that's extreme. Well, that's Marcia <laughs> for you. Uh, what was I saying? Can't remember where you, uh, yeah. That's all right. That's, that's the good and bad part about having the chat. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember where I was. Remind me if, if you know where I was, and I'll, I'll pick it back up. But anyways, so yeah, I mean, so I, my background today is Luke from Episode Six, and you know, you know, maybe she does have a little bit of a point. You know, we only got to see badass Luke in the end of Episode Six, and we we did praise that when we got to see that in Mando. Right. So to make you know a true trilogy where he is a badass, you know, I of course would like to see that. And, you know, even in my childhood, where it's rooted in stuff like uh, the Jedi Knight series, where Luke was still Grandmaster and all that. Mm-hmm. It is awesome to fucking see. So, yeah. No, it is a missed opportunity. And the Grandmaster that we got was a broken, you know, scaredy cat. So I, I get it. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was talking about. Here we go. It's cool for a visionary creator to lay down the foundation and then let other people kind of build off of it. That's where I started going. Uh, And yeah, I can run into trouble. But then you have something like Marvel where those superheroes and DC, like Batman was created how long ago? And so many different artists and writers and actors have been re-portraying that character and kind of building on it for the past, you know, 80 or 100 years, which is cool. So I guess maybe George, when creating Star Wars, on one hand had a giant vision because the universe does feel so big. But on the other hand, had a very like grounded vision of just this set of characters or just this family or just this timeline where maybe he was only thinking in the span of like 50 or 60 years. Yeah. Whereas the rest of us, well, that's cool for three movies, but you know, George wants to make the movies and then he's done for a little while. We're engaged in this stuff every day. We need to like expand it bigger and bigger, and bigger. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, uh, George may have uh, inadvertently 
had a limited vision of what Star Wars was, and he created this family and a story around the family where the fans wanted more, and that's where the KOTORs and all this other stuff came out of, which he was okay with. Sometimes. I don't know. I've heard, I've seen quotes of him saying, like, he didn't, he thought all the expanded universe stuff was kind of like bogus and doesn't really count. Well, a lot of it was, especially during his time. Yeah. I, I would agree with that, but, you know, I can't see, I can't fathom Lucas reading about, reading about KOTOR and reading about Revan and learning about his story and saying, yeah, this is dog shit. We don't need this. Like, dude, this is such a fresh look on what you created and it yeah. has nothing to do almost with what you created. If you truly were, you know, Skywalker family and that's it. I don't know. Yeah. It makes me wonder what would, what will happen to things like Harry Potter once. Because I think there's been a few like spinoff things. I know there was a play, and there's like two new books, and there's a new game coming out. But I wonder like if the author were to give rights to just say, "Here, I'm going to sell this to Disney or whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want with it." It'd be curious to see something like that that has had a shorter lifespan get expanded into a much larger universe and just to see what happens with it and we can kind of experiment and see like what like marvel what we wanted what like marvel (laughs) kind of i mean it's still i mean it was yeah it was short-lived though you know they make a couple they can make a couple spider-man movies and then all of a sudden boom iron man's a thing and you're like oh shit Mm -hmm. mcu's a thing Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i don't know which in and of itself is someone new putting their spin in their larger massive vision of a hundred movies on the Marvel characters that have been around for so long. Yeah. I just, I'm wondering if they're playing it either too safe or they don't know what they're doing with the directors. <clears throat> Cause it seems like everything they've done, they've had some type of director issue. Um, you know, or if they didn't have a director issue, people have issues with the movie. I don't know. Like, it feels like there is some some type of issue with them choosing directors for the Star Wars films. I think I don't think we've had those issues since Mandalorian came out. They seem <clears throat> well, pretty. Just they seem out. pretty solid. Well, season one, but I guess I would wager. Not that I know how to run a movie studio or anything, but they were probably experimenting just to see what they liked. And what it was like working with different directors and how things felt. You know, if you 2012, you buy Star Wars and then a year later you say, we're going to do these movies every other year, alternating, blah, blah, blah. And then you set all those plans. Well, three or four years down the road after a movie or two has come out, I mean, things kind of change a little bit. So you got to pivot. So they were probably just seeing what worked. I was wondering, what, what was the mindset even just behind having JJ then Ryan? Like, why not just have J.J. do a trilogy? I think they wanted to have three different directors like there was in the original trilogy. Yeah, for variation. Yeah. But but I think that's good. Almost all the Marvel movies have different directors. Mm. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, but they're not a trilogy. It's not one story. It is an overall lying timeline, but it's not the same story. Well, you have Avengers and then into Avengers 2. Those had different directors. And then in Avengers Infinity yeah. War, I think it went back to who did the ones? The brothers, Russo brothers? I don't know. Uh, but I think if you have somebody, like if somebody's laying down the vision of like 
next seven years of Star Wars. Here we go. And then you kind of drop that out to have different directors do the different movies with somebody still kind of pulling them in the right direction. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, but they fucked up. Then they tried to refuck it up, and then they fucked it up by refucking it up. Now they're trying to fix it by giving Ryan a whole trilogy, but he'll fuck that up, and then we're still in a fucked place because we fucked it up. I am really geeked to see what Ryan Johnson comes up with I without am a place. Not a. I shouldn't say placeholder. That's the wrong word. Without a uh, existing, with a clean slate. We'll say. Yes. No, I agree, and I do. Th- if their mindset going into seven, eight, nine was we have to follow the formula of four, five, and six with the directors, that's the dumbest reason I've ever heard. Now. Well, with that said, I okay. do I do like uh, the off the I mean the standalones you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's what they're there for. But like a trilogy is a fluid story and should be a single vision from a certain point of view. Yeah, I just I don't know cuz we we say 5 5 was uh you know directed by uh what's er, uh Kirshner? Irvin Kirshner, yeah. But I'm sure Lucas was still all over that shit. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what makes it. That's what gives you a good balance. It gives a good balance who, because there's one guy deciding all of this stuff. No, Irvin, not necessarily. Go over there and film exactly this, bitch. I'm no, busy doing other stuff. I haven't watched a lot of behind the scenes, but I imagine you also have George in his ear, which is like, well, that's not part of the universe. It's supposed to be like this. Like you have someone making larger universe world building fiction decisions, and then you have somebody that's in the nitty gritty of filming. They're making like acting decisions and, and choices on like the set and lighting and emotions and blah 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 and you have you th- those two things kind of merged do you think there's too many hands in in the pot then too many people making decisions well because i i that's this, where is, I, this is where we should have steve on because he knows more about like actual filmmaking and studio shit than we stay do stay tuned to get the answers next week on rogue squad <laughs> uh well i was gonna say like I feel like movie making these days just has more hands in general, kind of as default. There's like quadruple the amount of people working on movies as there were back then. Just to get it done, I get it. But in story writing... That's what I mean. I don't... There there should be like two people. And it should be opposites, but... So they can play off each other. But I just... You don't play with it. See, we get back to the disconnection of 7, 8, 9... They yeah. feel so different and not in a linear way. You can be direct directorially different, and it, it could be a different style. But if it's not a linear story, it doesn't it doesn't fucking count. It doesn't matter because you fuck the characters up. That's what that's what happened. I don't. I'm sorry. I guess I, I just thought of something. Maybe this is part of it. From a director's point of view, it would be difficult to sign on. To do Star Wars for like seven years straight. Like we're gonna do a trilogy, release a movie every other year. You know, it's like a probably like a year and a half in production, another year in post production, and you're gonna do all three. And like basically, if you're a director, you're saying I'm not gonna do any other projects or have any other type of you know inspiration or time off while I do these three movies for seven years. That's what you That's need. That's probably got to be a. I don't think anyone other than like. Lucas. Lucas and Filoni are like, I only ever want to do Star Wars stuff. Then right now. fucking sign Filoni up. Well, that's why they did. A couple months ago, they got Filoni. He's like, you know, yeah, he's not head honcho, but he's close. What? So what is he going to be doing? Or just overall decision maker of movies? 
Is that his official title? <laughs> King decision maker. Overall decision maker of movies with cowboy hat. And major decisions upon the... He is executive creative director. Dude, that's it. That's it. What should we do here? If we're in a pickle with Kylo and which direction should we go? Hey, king of the decisions. <coughs> decision king. Yeah, decision decide king. us. Fork in the road decider. Let's do this. Yeah. That's, that's fine. It's, but he has, he would have the vision. He would be like, this is where we could take him. This is what this means. And this is how it fits. I feel like those three questions are never asked. They're just going to be like, we're going to fucking do it. And then if we, we can always take a step back, you know, if we fuck it up and make it, oh, that was a dream or something or, you know, whatever. That's probably what they're doing. I mean, he, you absolutely see notes of him in The Mandalorian, in The Bad Batch, in Clone, the last Clone Wars season, etc. And also the reason that all these items are starting to tie together, I think, is because of him. Yeah. Ahsoka's in Mandalorian. He created Ahsoka back in Clone Wars, etc. So there's... Perfect. They're all kind of spider webbing into each other because of him, which is cool. So they were probably like, bring us a cohesive vision to this shit. But why, why would they have to ask that? That's the issue. Well, bring a cohesive, bring a linear story that makes sense. Oh, okay, this is good. <laughs> oh, my bad. We did it. Here the we other go. Here we go. This, this is my vision: beginning, middle, and end. Get this. It happens. Get this. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't. I just like I said. I think they have to trial and error sometimes, and unfortunately, the trials cost like a billion dollars. They also made a couple billion dollars. Oh as man. Well. They made, think about how crazy this is. They made their money back and broke even on experimenting. And now True. they can move forward, solely yeah. profit, and like make a, actual good stuff. Yeah. Well, and the good thing is they're, they're opening the, you know, the video games up. Um, the comics Not, are still rolling along. That's the other thing. We so that's, that's good. Um, so we'll, we'll see. <sighs> um, I would still like to see, you know, I've come around to Luke, man. If I I do still and can still appreciate episode eight, Luke. Oh yeah. But but I do think there's a lot of timeline in between there that I still would like to see. And we just saw just the tip of it in Mando, where he was the badass and he was a savior for the first. Well, not for the first time, for probably the fourth time in uh, one story, because Luke always saves all. Always. <clears throat> but, he always saves all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the way that they've been doing Star Wars is that they will give us... They'll give us a thread. Let me me restate that. They'll give us a storyline, and then they'll give us a bunch of, like, cameos or, like, little threads that will take us in different directions. For me, a lot of times that the threads that they drop, that's the story that I want to see instead of whatever they've chosen as the main story. So, like, you get Luke in 8, one of the best performances I've ever seen on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, disgruntled Luke. He's in hiding, et cetera, et cetera. We all know that if we've seen The Last Jedi. They leave the thread of him having an academy of students, training Jedi, Ben Solo, yeah. blows up the academy, leaves, gets seduced by Snoke. See, that's the story that I actually want to see. But they yeah. only give it to us as a thread. Yeah. How long is it going to take for me to get that story? May- and maybe that's just, like differences in what they're doing versus like kind of what i'm asking for i guess but yeah typically those little breadcrumbs that they leave us is actually what i want to see instead of the main storyline yeah it's almost like 
you already created the story. You just haven't put it on 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 screen. Right. You created the story of Jedi's failed or Jedi's Luke's failed Jedi order. Yeah. But we don't get to see any of it. That's exactly like you said. That's come on. Come and on. Back you already, to your back to your point of too many cooks in the kitchen. I feel like by the time we do get that. It's going to get molded in here, and Ryan thought of it, but now it goes to Lucasfilm, and now it's in a comic book, and the writers at Marvel have this spin on it, or it's going to go to a video game, and the oh, video game yeah. studio has this spin on it. And, then- and now there's a Force-sensitive scorpion talking to pigs, and they're flying, and they got to save the droids of the... Yeah, it's all... That's fun. what I'm talking about. That's my kind of Star Wars. <laughs> That's honestly... I should... Uh, I'm, I'm for hire. <laughs> As we've been saying for <clears throat> a year yeah. or two. Yeah. Give us jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Chat. It's crazy. As I get older, I, I, uh, I can, I get it. I, I'm coming around to Luke Skywalker. I get it. I want, I want more Luke. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't. And it's not because of the original trilogy per se. It's more of, I guess, the un, unseen stuff that happens. Like we just said, I'd love yeah. to see Luke Skywalker's Jedi Order. Yeah. We've seen the aftermath, but nothing in between. So come on. Yeah. No, and yeah. you're you're right in in the uh, it, the way Filoni is tying stuff together in in a in a good way. I mean, the fact that we got Ahsoka in the Mando, first of all, fan theories or fa- fan um, what the fuck am I service. trying to say? Fan service aside. You know, you know, just for them to go to that length and put her in there and for it to make sense and be like, of course, of course, Ahsoka is going to be the one to, you know, I, what am I even trying to say? Like, in, uh, figure out what to do with Grogu. Grogu, yeah. She, she should be the decision maker because she's not Luke, which sounds dumb, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I'm I'm happy with it. I the, all, all that to say, I'm happy with it. I think we're getting there. Yeah, and yeah. I I would wager that pretty much all the new Star Wars stuff that they announced um, earlier this year, all the new shows that they're going to do, I would wager that all of those are going to have ties into all of Filoni's stories, except for obviously Visions and the New Republic or the excuse me, the High Republic one. Those yeah. are kind of their own thing. But everything else, Rangers of the New Republic and. You know, Bad Batch we've already seen, Mando season three, Book of Boba Fett, all that stuff. It's all, it's all coming together. Yeah, but my God, am I low key hyped for Visions, which comes out in two days? Fuck you. Yeah. That's what we have to look for. Two days. To. So this week, I forgot. This week will be the launch of it, and uh, as stated before, we get them all. We get them all up front, so you can just blast through them. That's, I think, mostly because they are not connected. I think they're all unique stories. I bet, because, uh, yeah, the next time they release something that's episodic, they're going to give it to us once a week. Which drives me nuts sometimes. We talked about that, but, yeah, Visions. I'm ready. Let's do it. Because I've mostly been watching Marvel stuff lately. Um, video game chat for a second? Go ahead. Let's do it. Did you see the Star Wars Hunters that came out? I just trailer. I'm on StarWars.com and I just saw uh, no I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I just saw I just saw that uh, the trailer was a thing <laughs> that's funny um, you could pull it up on on mute and just take a look so when they 
announced the rebrand for Lucasfilm Games earlier this year. They mentioned one of the projects was going to be, uh, it's called Star Wars Hunters. There it is. Yeah, read more. Thank you. Um, it is for mobile and Switch, unfortunately, which kind of drives me nuts. And I actually forgot about this game. And when um, Zale shared the trailer in our Patreon group chat, I started watching it and I got excited because to me it kind of looked like Overwatch Star Wars. Absolutely. I'm watching it right now and that's exactly how it felt. At least Dude. the animation style is definitely Overwatchy. Yeah, a little, a little cartoony and yeah, but bright and colorful. And you got all these different characters. They each have their own unique ability. And they're all kind of you got you know different classes. You know, snipers, medics, Ooh, whatever. Ooh, Droidica, Droidica. <laughs> Dude riding a Droidica, which is cool. So I saw this and I had totally forgotten about the hunter's announcement. And I was like, "What is this brand new game? This is fucking awesome!" And then at the end, it was like mobile, you know, iOS, Android, and, and Switch only. Um, now I have a Switch, and I know you have a Switch as well. But the fact that it's mobile and Switch kind of leads me to think that it's going to be, I don't want to say watered down. Gimmicky. It's going to be dumb, and there's going to be in-game purchases. Definitely in-game purchases, yeah. Star Wars is confirmed, still trash. (laughs) I hate my life. Why did this trailer come out? That's why, yep. Um, Yeah, gimmicky is the best way to put it. Thank you. Yeah, I just hope it's... Check anything. this out if you haven't seen it yet. Just look up Star Wars Hunters on YouTube. I just hope it's anything but what we expect. Because I expect nothing out of this because mobile is the, the, the game killer. Like, I don't want. I don't care. I agree with that. Yeah. The fact You're not going to have an in-depth game. It's going to be clicky and like, hey, stay around. You got to you gotta load up your energy so you can battle again. It's like, <laughs> no. No, I don't. I you can, can only battle play. twice unless you pay us five dollars today. I can go. I can go blast around on Battlefield all fucking day, all I want. However, they have been putting a lot more into mobile games lately. Um, I mean, like Apple has their whole Apple Arcade. You can get that on the Apple TV, and you can like sync an Xbox controller to it and play mobile games on your TV as if it was a console. So they're kind of expanding a lot, which is cool. Um, and the fact that it's on Switch, like I said, it might give us a little more robustness than um, than we're thinking. Robusty, robusted. <laughs> um, so the thing that got me, I think, the most hyped was this is all brand new stuff, and it doesn't look like there's a story. It doesn't have to be bogged down in some story that connects with everything. It's like here's ten really interesting characters. Here's a Jedi droid. Here's a fucking midget driving a droidica. Like, mm-hmm. really interesting, cool stuff that doesn't yep. have to be connected to everything. So that, at least, I have to look forward to. Absolutely. No, I. it sounds dumb, but that's all we want. Strip it down, have a battle game, yep. and nothing has to make sense. Have fucking Wookiee Jedis versus, you know, droid, droid Jedis. I don't even give a shit. You know, throw it right. in there. Whatever. Right. And it should be customizable. You should be able to build your own character. There should be... It should be a battle game just like Overwatch, but you get to choose your, your character style and have some um, RPG upgrade RPG elements. upgrade elements. You get 50 points. However you spend them, whatever you want, you can customize it and fucking make it happen. And then as they as they you, uh, update the game, they can OP or, uh, you know, tweak them all. Uh, you know, if, if someone gets too fucked around. 
That was the most eloquent uh, description of game development I've ever heard. I'm here. That's why I'm here. Update the game if they get fucked around. <laughs> if they uh, get fucked around. <laughs> what else uh, do you need? Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I was getting Overwatch vibes at first, and then the mobile, the iOS tag and the Android tag that made me let down a little bit. But yeah. we'll see what happens. Now, I think we're getting to the point where we might have three to four Star Wars games in a year across a bunch of different platforms. Yes, I, I Now, agree. if they do that, and one of them is a mobile game, it's not as big of a hit as if all of us are waiting after, you know, Battlefront 2 and then Squadrons, we're all just waiting for the next thing, and it's another mobile game. That's upsetting. But if we have a bunch of things at the same time, it's uh, it kind of lessens the blow, so to speak. But we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I mean... That's the shitty thing. I haven't played a good Star Wars game since Fallen Order, and we all we've all talked about that. So, yeah. Well, Squadrons was. Uh, I think it's good. It's just not. I'm not a flight simulator guy, so sure. it's just not my thing. I might have to download it again and try it out. I was just thinking that, like, is it is it worth downloading? That's that's my true question. Like, is it worth what, the bandwidth? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's if there's a, a good answer yet. So also on the video game front, here we go. Uh, I know you got an Xbox Series S, One S, whatever the hell you call it. I'm not quite ready to upgrade, but I did want something new for my gaming experience, and I uh, shelled out and got the Elite Xbox controller. Oh yeah, wait, the full Elite? The new Elite Series Two. The like two hundred dollar one, one hundred fifty dollar one? Yeah. Jesus, why wouldn't you just get the new console? It comes with a uh, an upgraded. But it's, not, but it's not an elite. I know you can. It's not the same you can, controller. You can adjust the tips and the lips. You well, can do whatever you need. Listen, I got that really slick light gray. <laughs> the lips and the tips. I got that slick light gray with like the green underlay controller. Yeah. Yep. And I it, had the same. It one. like barely lasted me a year. Yeah, mine broke. And then I have that blue one that you have. Yep. And it one. still works, but like the thumbsticks are worn off, and like same. all the material, <laughs> yeah. it's all worn off. So I was like, listen, yep. if it only lasts me a year. That's annoying. The Elite Series 2 should have, I mean, it should be a fucking lifetime warranty for as much as that thing costs. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have this. It'll work with the Series X once I do get it, S, whatever. Yeah. So I went and I, and I got one. And I got to say, it's fucking awesome. Nice. Uh, I was very skeptical. Well, I was half skeptical because obviously I fucking bought it. But I was like, you know, am I actually going to use the interchangeable thumbsticks? And did the quality materials really make that much of a difference? And I have to say, like, yeah. Uh, it feels much better in your hands. It's heavier. Yeah. And even like the thumbsticks and the buttons are heavier material. So like they have a little bit of weight to them. So when you're pushing them around, it just feels yeah, a little more responsive. Yeah. It feels like you have some control. Um, and I just got it yesterday. So I'm just kind of breaking into it. Um, I can't give a full review quite yet. I haven't totally customized every single thing. Out of 17 stars, what would you give it? Out 16. Damn, Jerry, what the fuck happened there? It's a three out of three for sure. The only three out of three. Oh, yeah. The only negative uh, star was the the price. Well, again, I I guess I can't say for sure until it's like two years from now. But if it lasts as long as it's supposed to, I think it's totally worth it. Yeah. Because listen, I I had to buy two controllers over the course of two years. I mean, that's the same price as getting this. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the new the new controllers, the new standard controllers are upgraded already. They're updated. Yeah, definitely. So, um, the, 
Which the one good. that came with my S and the one that I bought before that are, have been the same, but they're right. definitely an upgrade because there's texture all over it, and you know you have texture on the triggers and all that. Yep. Yep. So um, I've I've been very happy with the two that I have. Good, uh, but I've I've stared at that fucking the custom one for a while. I just never yeah pulled the trigger. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I think it was Turkey Sandwich was telling me about. That Smoke controller ham. and also smoked ham, smoked cold ham? cuts, cold cuts, <laughs> cold cut with the combo. You got chips for free. <laughs> Deli stand was uh, talking about that controller and also like the new headset, and I was like, eh, maybe I'll get one or the other. My headset's so nice and comfortable and fucking high quality. I was like, let's to get the uh, get the controller here. Yeah, I'm about to pull a trigger on a headset here pretty soon. I just, <clears throat> the one that I bought years ago, the blue one, is so uncomfortable. And uh, honestly, it just isn't loud. So I, uh, yeah. and it's wired. I have to be wired in. So to have something Bluetooth would be very, very nice. Yeah, mine is still wired. I mean, it, like wired into the controller. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. so it's like halfway there. But yeah, he was, he was talking about that new Microsoft one has, uh, you can connect two sources to it. So you could have like discord on your phone and then the game and everything on your xbox at the same time which sounds fucking oh, yeah. awesome that's fucking perfect that'd be great for like cross-platform games where you can't really get into a party with someone on pc you can jump on discord or something like that and still make yeah. it work yeah no i agree uh yeah so i might get that standard microsoft one you're talking about as long as it's wireless uh yeah. but for a hundred bucks that's hardly rolling the dice anymore because you know you're not really you pay for yeah yeah so uh more more to come on the controller but it's good really good first impression so far you can customize literally everything you can set you can set like 200 different like presets and save yeah. them and re map all the buttons that you want um i haven't gotten quite used to the paddles on the back it's a little awkward because yeah. yeah. like you know i've been gaming for 30 years with no paddles so it's just kind of an adjustment um but you can customize that and yeah, you can control the sensitivity on the thumbsticks. Like you can make it tighter or looser, yep. which is really cool. Um, the depth, the depth is good. It has its own app. You can you know customize everything. Oh, uh, the coolest thing is that you can make a shift button, and then you can set all of your buttons to have like a secondary command. So like what? I can hold the paddle and that acts as shift, and I can set like shift X to be screen capture without having to like go to the menu and hit that. Yeah, shift screen X. screen Y is teabag. Screen B is, you know, or Shift B is send hate mail to your opponents. Send. They have all those kind of actions built into the app, which is really great. Send Microsoft really thought of everything. Hot pockets. Send frozen hot pocket. Yeah, exactly. Leave a comment on this web zone. Shift, shift A. Shift A. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I ended up pulling the trigger actually just today. Um, last summer was asking me, hey, have you bought the new Far Cry yet? I was like, it's not out. Ooh. Oh. So uh, I think October 6th or 7th. So we're only two weeks away. So I had to pull the trigger and I pre-ordered it. So Very nice. I'm pretty hyped for that. That's honestly probably my favorite game series that's come out over the past. Or that I've at least started yeah. over the past probably five years or so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I like, you know, I like them. Story-driven first-person shooters. That's it's fun. It's fun. I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. Um, 
Butter Clone and Tommy Boy talked me into downloading Forza Horizon 4. Uh, and the new one's coming out soon. But I always loved Horizon. I played a lot of 3. And I haven't played Forza in a while. I've been kind of like looking for... I mean, I kind of want to like inch back into a racing game. So I set Horizon to download last night. So. Star Wars Racer. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. Is that not good enough for you? Are you too good? Uh, it's cool, but I kind of want to drive a Lamborghini. Are you too good for Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> yeah, man. Too many Trugits needed to upgrade your pod. Trugits. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for gaming. <clears throat> good Fun stuff. Like you said, I've I've heard uh, some stuff through the grapevine that a lot of uh, different developers are uh, going after Star Wars games. So I don't know, I, no details from me, but uh, I, I feel like I've seen several news articles about several different developers uh, on on the list of uh, you know at least over the past or the next two or three years there should be some stuff trickling in, which is fucking nice. Yeah, takes some time. Um, why is my brain blanking? Didn't we have an announcement of a Star Wars game like a couple weeks ago? Mm. Star Wars Hunters, KOTOR Remake. Wasn't there something else that they just talked about? No. That could be totally in a different dimension right now. Different dimension. I blame the multiverse. There is another. There is a different dimension that has like 30 Star Wars games and they're all fucking awesome and that's not the dimension we live in. Yep. Sad. Yeah. Did you hear the Tamagotchis or a thing again? Really? Yeah. They brought them back? I'm looking it up. Someone oh, said they revamped shit. them. Oh, shit. Dude, I remember that. Tamagotchi. Man. Tamagotchi.com is a thing. Holy shit, it's updated. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn. And they've got little, like, actual screens. Ours were, like... Two big squares that they just blinked back and forth. You're like, your baby's hungry. <laughs> blink, 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 blink. You're like, okay. Damn. Yeah, they're they're a thing now. Oh, you can throw it on your keychain. That makes sense. So you press Take a couple photos? buttons. Photos? It's a fucking camera in there. It's a globalist. That's how they're getting into the kids. I'm surprised something like this has traction to come back when everyone has a supercomputer in their pocket and they yeah. can just can't yeah. just get a Tamagotchi for iOS. Yeah. I was saying I'm the same surprised. thing. Huh. Cool. Yeah, I remember this. I had it for a little while, and then once Digimon came out, I was like, I can have a Tamagotchi and battle it. I'm going to that one instead. I'm going to that one. So I got rid of it and got that. You know, uh, now we're talking about Pokemans and all this. I saw a real-life Pokemon for the first time in my entire life. What do you mean? Down in Tennessee on the side of the road. It looked like the poor thing got hit, but I saw an armadillus. Armadillos. An armadillo, man. For the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, what is that? And it was fucking bigger than I thought. What? Uh, hang some on. Turkey, gotta, uh, some turkey vultures were picking at it on the side of the road. It looked like it had been hit. I know this sounds stupid, but I need to kind of look up what an armadillo looks like. It looks like a sand shrew, but it's got like an armored back and they roll up into uh, a ball. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I got it. Okay. Sorry, when you said Pokemon and then you said Armadillo, I wasn't making a connection for a second, but yes, I got you. Sandrew! Sandrew! Dude, that thing looks fun. That's a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> we got real life Pokemons. Well, po- I mean, Pokemon are just animals that fight. It's kind of a dumb I'm plot. I'm pretty sure that it. that Pokemon lost the fight against the Turkey Vulture. Turkey oh, Vulture yeah. had Peck Attack, and it's weak against Peck Attack, clearly. 
And its owner obviously didn't have any hyper potions, and now it's dead. Oh, man. It was wicked looking. It's something that you just never think about, and then you go out of town, and you're like, what? Is that thing? It's wiggling. No, I, I often do not think about armadillos. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, so I think I'll have to keep that in mind next time I go to Tennessee. Um, speaking of Pokemon, I was informed that Build-A-Bear has a bunch of Pokemon. Oh, really? It's and now I know what I'm getting my daughter for Christmas. Now I just have to pick a between Tamagotchi. Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Ooh, I see a Gengar. Yeah, Gengar is supposed to be the next one coming out. Oh, I see a Jawa. Yeah, I think they have some, a few Star Wars things as well. But I haven't. I've been to Build a Bear once, and I got it for a girl in high school. When really? we we were like pretended to date for two days. That's the only time I've ever been there. We went and got one for my little brother when he was like two years old, and of course my dad gave it sunglasses and a jacket, leather jacket. <laughs> so it was like some fucking Harley Davidson bear. Um, but I haven't been back since, and yeah, man, they have Pokemon. I'm like, oh, dude, they one. have they have the uh, Toy Story aliens. What? How many? Yep. How many crossovers do they have at Build a Bear? All of them. The only, only all they just... have Flareon. Wow. They yeah they went they went uh, balls deep. Pokeballs deep. <laughs> we made it, guys. We finally made it. Glad to be here. That's like Norway. Kerner's ultimate crossover. Pokeballs deep. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Lord Kerner when you need him? Somewhere else. He is somewhere else. That's forever. True. Forever. I else. hear from him. You know, about once a week, he sends me an Alex Jones video on laughs. <laughs> Turning the frogs gay, and I tr- I watch it, and then my wife's like, "I hate that guy's voice," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, but it's funny. It's true. It's all true." Wish we could have him on the podcast. He likes Star Wars, doesn't he? Kerner? <laughs> no, Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a fun crossover. QAnon and Pokemon. Tamagotchi. We got we to gotta think of something from the 90s that would transfer over to the kids these days that we can make billions on. Pretty much everything. What can we make? F- Furbies. We'll make new Furbies, but they'll cuss at you. Adult Furbies with Perfect. wieners. <laughs> Why'd they have to have wieners? <laughs> they already did tails. They have tails, don't they? <laughs> That's just a reverse wiener. Uh, yeah. See, now we're thinking. Did you get the wiener upgrade? No, couldn't afford the wiener. It'd be yeah. awkwardly making your character in Cyberpunk where you get to customize your dick. Your dick. Oh, yeah. man. What? What? A, uh, I've heard nothing but bad things about Cyberpunk. What What happened? Was it just a buggy game? Uh, I think it was... Yeah, it got like rushed out, so it wasn't done. So, like, yeah, it was buggy as fuck. Hmm. It's, you know, it's... I th- from what I heard, it's like super ambitious. Like you know how massive like GTA Five and those games are. It's supposed to be like on that scale, if not more. Mm-hmm. And you know, it takes them like ten years to develop a Grand Theft Auto game because it's so fucking yeah. huge. So I think it was just maybe a little too ambitious, <laughs> maybe a little too rushed, and it kind of. Well, to give you an idea, I googled uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077. And the, the Google's suggesting uh, some questions here. The first one is, cyber, is Cyberpunk still broken? Is the first question. <laughs> I love Google's suggested questions. What? 
Cyberpunk creators lose $51 million in refunds after the game's disastrous launch. Holy fuck. Yep. Don't fuck a game up. You'd be broke. No, nah, dude. Gamers are like one of the most savage communities, I think. Oh, Shinobi said it's a great game, to be honest. What dick sides did you go with? I think once it's fixed, I'm sure it will be. You know. That's another issue with the fucking... The higher up stepping in, make decisions about creative things that they shouldn't have making decisions on. Same thing you were talking about about Star Wars. Too many cooks in the kitchen. They want to get the game out before holiday season or whatever so they can rake in some extra cash from moms buying it for their kids. Okay, here we go. I, I googled 90s ideas I can make money off of now. <laughs> Sell your Pokemon cards. No joke. You uh, Yahoo Finance. There's a list of 50 things from the 90s that you could make ri- or you could be rich on today. They literally have a list. Uh, yeah. They probably probably mean selling all that stuff on eBay or something. Oh yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Yeah, the Tamagotchi, old Digimon, Timagichis, first edition Harry Potters, Beanie Babies, uh, Animorphs. <sighs> yeah. Beanie Babies, Animorphs. A lot of Beanie Babies. I know. Oh, Those things wow. are all the rage, dude. You know what I didn't realize that existed is Jurassic Park Pogs. These are on that list. Pogs. Yeah. So they have uh, several different dinosaurs, and they're like holographic Pogs. I've never seen that before. Maybe that's why they're so rare, because they're yeah limited. Actually, you know what they should bring back for today's kids is Crazy Bones. They should make a new version of Crazy Bones. And that they should license and do crossovers and do like Crazy Bones Star Wars and Crazy Bones Pokemon. Yeah. That'd be cool. Pokemon cards are on here, obviously. Yeah. Magic cards. Wow. Whoa, there's a scary little doll. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not looking at it anymore. Nope. Don't uh, do it. There's a Gizmo from Gremlins 2. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Collector's item for a dork like you? It is. It's still in the box. He's looking sad. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe if we make a uh, somehow update like the light bright or some shit. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure the light bright's still around, dude. Uh, maybe. No, I think it is. Yeah. I had those, uh, now that we're stuck in the 90s again, as we always are, I, I had like a custom pog maker. So I could like go to the newspaper and make a newspaper pog. It would basically, whatever you put in front of it, it would cut out a circle that would fit on your goddamn pog. So, you know, if you wanted to pull something from a magazine or a comic book, you could do that. I, which is a cool idea. Whatever. Yeah. I got this one. I had some of those. I don't think I ever really played it. I didn't get into that as much as I did Crazy Bones. Oh, yeah. See, I was the opposite. I had I had tennis ball tubes full of pogs all yeah. laying all over the fucking place. <laughs> I think my mom made me pick. She's like, you can't have both of these. You guys are going to make me bankrupt. You got to pick one kind of toy that you want. Only one kind of toy. <laughs> That's it. Uh, she still claims every time I go home, I'm like, where's all my toys? I'm convinced she sold them in a garage sale. Yeah. She keeps saying that they're in the attic somewhere. And I'm like, I've looked and there's nothing in there. My, I say the same thing to my mom. I'm like, you had to have thrown them out or give, given them away. I was like, I had a shit, one shit done. Metric. One, sh- one, no, standard. One, one standard shit, shit ton, ton <laughs> of uh, Transformers and Beast Wars. I was like, that shit, not only do I want it now, it's worth a lot. Right. It's like, dude, I had Optimus Primal. Dude, I had it all. I had them all. I got to get it ready for my kid to play with. Exactly. I got to teach him. 
When you the old school bat cave thing that like folds open, you got Alfred I on the inside. I had that. Yep. I had the whole bat cave from uh, forever. Oh, nice. Which it was literally just three little platforms. But uh, if you had the Batmobile, the Batmobile fit on one of the platforms. So you could like drive it off. And you're like, I'm Batman. So fucking cool. I dude. say I would say that as a kid. Nah, I'm Batman. <laughs> they they went. That was a good time for action figures because they went so hard with like. They were just like, make as many different versions of Batman you possibly can. He became like Barbie in the 90s. You had, <laughs> you had like firefighter Batman and like policeman Batman and like marine Batman. Marine. Fucking sci-fi jetpack Batman. Like there were seriously so many different versions of him. Shinobi said I had that he had a Michael Jackson pog and then he said that he was the only person <laughs> in the Western Hemisphere with an Oprah slammer. That's fucking hilarious. An Oprah slammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's one of the most outrageous things I've ever heard. An Oprah slammer. It's two words that should not be. I know that might be. They the, should not be conjoined. I think that might be the the first uh, guest title of the show. The, the Oprah slammer. Uh, probably good for SEO. Oh, yeah. Featuring Oprah on this week alone only. Beauty Get it here. and the Get it while it lasts. Dude, the huge super soakers that they came out with in the nineties. Nerf guns, man. There was so I have like such a great Christmas memory of like maybe it was New Year's, but I got a Nerf gun for Christmas, and we went over to some uh, my parents' friend's house for uh, like a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Brought it with me, and the kids over there they got new Nerf guns for Christmas as well. And we just took over the basement and just had a fucking Nerf war for like four hours, and it was one of the greatest nights of my life. Yeah, I still, <laughs> dude. Some of the biggest stuff. Uh, Biggest fun times, most fun, most I've big had, funnest, is when we would play that hide and seek game in in your church. Oh, dude, so fucking crazy! And we would take what a over simple the game. Yeah, it's we literally would just take over the church and play hide and seek, and then we would take over the PA system and talk as God, be like, God wants you to give me money, fifty bucks, bitch. <laughs> That's where my podcast career started. <laughs> it back is in the, back in the day. God is pissed. <laughs> Well, it was such a it was an old church and such a large large amount of square footage that it was a difficult game and it was they really had a torture creepy. chamber they had a goddamn torture chamber in the basement next to the boiler that's true that's where parents took their kids if they screamed during service this is <laughs> let me show you hell real quick oh that's funny yeah those those are fun yeah how how could you uh entertain yourself so much with what what do you need for this game well a flashlight and people and that's yep. it cool we're good see you in a week see you in a week <laughs> that's all you need to be entertained back then you know I what like uh, a fucking old person right now yeah it's true you know what uh i used to have as a kid that's probably still around but i haven't seen as play-doh i used to play with play-doh a lot yeah and i can still smell it yeah and taste it honestly it's salty yep. it's very salty <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I ate Play-Doh. I'm sure that answers a lot of questions, you guys. <laughs> hey, me too, man. Yeah. And whatever. I I was hungry. What, what else? Sometimes you get some Play-Doh mixed up with the creepy crawler <laughs> solution or whatever. Uh, yeah, and the bake it, bitch. Oven. Whatever. The... <laughs> bake it, bitch. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> oh, 
on every Christmas list in the 90s. Bake it, bitch oven. Get yours today. <laughs> that's funny. Play-Doh. It's not edible. That's, that's my story. Oh, God. All right. Star Wars. <laughs> so always got to bring it back. Um, I haven't been watching much Star Wars. I yeah. finally watched Loki. Yeah, how? I mean... How and I've it? started watching the What If series. I'm four episodes in. Has that gotten better? I've I started the first one. I was like, "Whoa, it's cool." Okay, this is what? What were you gonna shake your head? It, about? it was the one that was like Miss UK or whatever. I was like, ah. "Yeah, Agent Carter becomes Captain, not Captain America, Captain." Well, they call her Captain Carter, but she has a name, Captain Britain, something like that. Mm. Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cool. It's just you know. It's, it's funny because I went into it. I was like, this is going to be a nice animated series that's not really connected to everything. And then it kind of is because they've opened up the multiverse in the MCU. So you're like, this isn't connected, but it kind of could be if they decided to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything plays out a little differently. It's it's fun to see a, a twist on things. I don't know. Are you plan on watching it? Should I spoil it? <sighs> what though? Just what if? Yeah, all together. Should, I mean, it's not like spoiler, spoiler, but there are some fun twists. Like the third episode's like a murder mystery. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fun. I won't, I won't spoil it. You're gonna have to enjoy it yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. It was, a, it was just one of those things. I was, I was looking for something new, and I watched the first episode. I was like, whoa, that's not what I was looking for. So I just didn't have the energy to keep trudging through and looking for good stuff. So well, that's fine. Um, I would give Loki another shot, though. I haven't. Yeah, I just haven't given that uh, enough energy. I'll, I'll, cool. I'll get through Loki for sure. Oh, it was cool. It, yeah. I can't remember if I talked about it last week or not. I don't think I did, but it kind of gets you curious about a lot of things that are to come. Um, just give it until, make sure you give it until the full end of the first episode before you decide to continue or not. Because yeah. it, it does have a little bit of a slow ramp up. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of exposition in the beginning. They kind of, they really kind of lay it all out for you. So give it the full first episode, but it was enjoyable. A lot of fun. Still haven't seen Black Widow. Still haven't seen Shang-Chi. Ah, fuck. You're I right. want to go to the movies, but it's so hard to go to the movies now. Yeah. You know? Not that the, like uh, Mrs. Commander's like heavy into Marvel, but if I'm going to go to the movies, she wants to go too, and we can't really. Are, are either of those available without purchasing yet, or is it just? Um, Black Widow will be on Disney+. Plus. I think it's like October fourth or something. Fuck. Well, that's not for free. Away. It's it'll two be weeks just, away. It'll be. It's on there now with the premiere thing. It's like twenty bucks, like oh, a movie ticket. Yeah. But like October fourth or something, it'll be available for free. Um, Shang Chi, I don't think is not on Disney at all. It's only in theaters right now. They're kind of trying to go back to the come yeah. see it in theaters thing. Okay. Well, I'll wait till the fourth. Then I mean, that's one of those movies I, I do want to see, but. You know what? I'm not going to spend 20 bucks on it. I'm sorry, even being a fucking nerd. I just, you know, whatever. Oh, wait. I'm not in a hurry. I got other shit to watch, so I'll watch Loki and all the other stuff in the meantime. That's true. Speaking of, there's a, uh, what the fuck's it called? What a great way to start a new segment. Uh, I want to talk Speaking about of, this thing. Who is it? Uh, what's the new? It's Isaac Asimov is a, like, classic sci-fi writer. And one of his things is getting um, made into a show on Apple TV. 
Foundation. That's what it's called. Thank you. Foundation comes out. Um, I think it's this Friday on Apple TV, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. I've heard so much about that series, and um, similarly about Dune, and I've never read yeah. either of them, but they're just such in such high regard that I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm never gonna get through Dune. I the the issue is. It's 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 one of those like they don't give a fuck about the reader. It's just you got to keep going. It's almost like a uh, uh, I'm too tired. I'm too old. Too old. Too old. <laughs> I well, I look over at it on my bookshelf because I I got it, um, knowing I wasn't going to read it for a while, and I decided I'm just gonna I want to see the movie first and then go back and read it with all the pictures in my head. Same way I did Game of Thrones. Same way I did. Oh, Lord of the Rings. I see what you're saying. So you want to watch Dune first? I'm going to watch the movie first. Yeah, and I think it's November or something. Yeah, so, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when it's we're going to get that. It's over two and a half hours. It's going to be a good long movie. So I'm talking about. Uh, I wonder when we're going to get that Book of Boba Fett trailer. Huh. I feel like that should be coming out soon. I mean, we're like two and a half months away. Oh shit! I broke my stuff. Oh um, no! No, it's you know what's weird is <sighs> Star Wars has done very odd things with their trailers as of late. Like I feel like within the past two years, it's been like eh, we were supposed to have a trailer for nine, you know, six months ago. Where is this shit at? We gotta wait. We wait and wait and you're like, dude, is it even happening anymore? <laughs> I don't fucking know. So no, I. And the stuff that we have gotten has been, you know, weird. I guess per se, it's yeah. they're 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 playing it real, real real close, as as you know historically they they throw shit out there and lead us on, and so we can talk about stuff. Now they're they're not giving a shit. So yeah, um, Shinobi, let us know if you know the release dates or the estimated for. Um, I was wondering, like, if we have Cassian to look forward to next, or if Kenobi is going to be next. I think I want to say it's Cassian, but Cassian has to be next. They've been talking about Cassian for five years. I can't believe they don't have a date for that fucking thing yet. It's we've talked about it. We're not. That's we're true. Done. We're done. Go back and listen um, to all of but, our past episodes. Here's but Kenobi. Let's see if Kenobi hit the series release date. Uh, FedEx just shared a little clip of him. It just says 2022. It was at Go an ahead. interview for one of his other sh- other movies, but they asked him about Kenobi, and he said they wrapped filming. He had a lot of fun working on it. It was unlike any of the prequels that he was on, and he said he enjoyed it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I just found a... Uh, it says, we finished shooting our series, and it was really, really good fun. I really enjoyed uh, working with Deborah Chow. I think it will not disappoint. I think it's going to be good. Uh, I had a really good time making it, blah, blah, blah. Lovely people. New technology will be... The new technology will employed. We employed... <laughs> doing it is cool. Okay. So they might be testing some... Uh, no, it's the same shit that they used on The Mandalorian. With it was, those, like, projector screens and everything. Yeah, he said it was a different experience than uh, making of the original three films that he did. So, yeah. Well, I imagine so, because it's going to be a series. Come on. Yeah. And it's uh, been 22 years. Well, and bet working back with Hayden would be... Yeah, man. I mean, to be honest, 
this is my number one storyline that I want to see. For how much I want to get outside of the storyline. Yeah. This is the meat and potatoes of the storyline, though. This well, is like exactly. I mean, we're we're missing a large span, nineteen years between three and four. That major shit can go on. Yeah. And it's you know the the uh, solidification, the solidifying of the empire mm-hmm. that we don't see. Mm-hmm. We 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 are more or less kind of left in in just a hey look, you know. The Death Star is being built, and then all of a sudden we're on Tatooine. And you're like, "Whoa, we jumped a lot right here!" <laughs> like, go ahead. I don't know why this just came to me, but I just got excited for the potential of seeing a clone show up in Kenobi. And then I was thinking of Commander Cody because mm-hmm. Obi Wan served with the two twelve. And I was just thinking, like, if Filoni's tying everything together and he's got his hands over here and clones here and Bad Batch there, I was like, the clone showing up in Kenobi is definitely highly likely. And if it would be Commander Cody, my, my dreams would be complete. Um, and Qui-Gon, Ghost, hopefully, probably. Yeah, I mean, also returning to the cast are Joel and Bonnie as Owen and Baru. Well. Oh. Interesting. Uh, they got to get into man, some fucking listen, kind of exactly, fight before episode exactly, four. Because exactly. Owen is so mad when Luke brings up yeah. yep. Obi-Wan. They got to have a huge disagreement on what to do with Luke. Yeah. And yeah, Owen's got a fucking freak. That drunk bastard, sand wizard. Just keep him out of here. He got sand in my boots. He got. You know how I feel about that? <laughs> sand. He stole my moisture. He stole my Moisture. Crops Making, are gone. Mixing his devil drinks. <laughs> Stole all my moisture. This bitch baker. Um, no, that honestly, I didn't know Owen and Baru were going to be in it, which it makes sense. So, I mean, yeah. it sounds dumb, but we have a setting. It's going to be on Tatooine, at least part part of it. Uh, which, I mean, maybe that sounds dumb to you guys, but you never know where they could take it. He could leave Tatooine. Yeah, I think he has to in order for them to make an entire season around him being on Tatooine. He's got to do something. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what happens. Let us see. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It is. Uh, I mean, we're going to see Hayden as Vader, which is going to be a very weird twist. I know we saw... You know, two scenes of him at the end of three as Vader. Yeah. Suited Vader. Um, yeah. Ooh. Daco says, I really hope Qui-Gon haunts Obi-Wan while he's drinking at the bar. What I was thinking is maybe uh, Qui-Gon talks to Anakin because they have father figure that Anakin never had. You know, I'm glad you said that because you got to think, how did Anakin become a force ghost at the end of six mm-hmm. it's something that he possibly we think never knew about and i guess back then was just like well if he's on the light side and obviously he's back even though he's dead and then at the end of episode three yoda mentions like you know qui-gon is gonna train you in this so it it's yeah. not just like any jedi can do it it actually takes some training so the fact that anakin does it at the end of six yeah i don't know maybe qui-gon did try to reach out and or maybe there's a deleted scene at the end of six where right before Vader passes out, 
Qui-Gon shows up in the ghost manual, and he's like, right, you got to do this before you die. Gotta, uh, this is how Here's you your do checklist. It. Here's your death okay. checklist. Yeah, death checklist. Death list. Well, because we, we are all familiar with Force Ghosts from the original trilogy, but Vader has never seen one, really? Has he? Mm, like, it's not like he nah. sat there and, like, talked to Obi-Wan as a Force Ghost at all. Whoa. <sighs> My God. So I um, wonder if it no, could be something pissing. as simple as, like, Qui-Gon comes to him as a Force Ghost, and he's like, oh, that's like some new ability, and then he goes and learns it on his own or something. This might be a dumb question. Okay. But Anakin in Episode 3, when he has a dream of Padme dying in childbirth, yes. was that Sidious's doing? Um, It could be. We probably talked See? about it. It totally could be. Everything's Palpatine. It always has been from the very I beginning. Oh. Could you? Oh, fuck. That yeah. makes me so mad, but it makes so much sense. I'm mm. sure we've talked about it, yeah. I wonder what the scene is right before he has that dream. Is it the Plagueis scene? Where? No, because that's when he's already had the dream and come to him for help. Oh, that's right. But see, I like. I prefer the story of. That's a test for Anakin. The Force is putting that in his head. And the real test, as Yoda said, is like, you have to detach yourself. Because as we know, if Anakin would have left it alone, it would not have happened. And because he's trying so hard to prevent it, it does end up happening. He causes yeah. it to happen. And or it was going to happen regardless. Maybe she just Possible. simply maybe she just simply dies in childbirth. But you don't have to fall to the fucking dark side, you dickhead. Right. Or kill her with sadness. Kill her with sadness. Killer with sadness is the way it goes. Nice. Yeah, uh, all that to say, uh, I'm I'm excited to see Hayden as suited Vader. Perhaps he takes the helmet off. Hopefully, and is, and is still scarred and you know healing. I'm excited Man. to see McGregor as middle-aged Obi Wan. True, true. Maybe yeah, we'll see. Uh, a lot of gray hairs. Transition from to into Alec Guinness look. Yep, yep. Um, Totes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, truly, truly, in the core of me, I need to see suited Vader take his helmet off, and I need to see Hayden's face. I need to see that Rogue One tube with Vader. I need to see Hayden's face in that, and I want, I want it. I fucking want it. <laughs> And then once that's done, get it off the screen and give me give me Kotor again. <laughs> and then I want the same scene with Malak. Yes, please. <laughs> I need what if we what we if take they, his jaw off what? instead of his helmet? Yeah, what if they what if they add on to those cutscenes? What if they add on to those cutscenes? What do you mean? In Kotor, what if they? Expand oh, sorry, the, I thought you were the, still on Kenobi for a second. No, what if they expand on? on uh, I mean, they'd have to get the voice actors, which I. Th would imagine wouldn't be too difficult. Yeah, there's a lot in question there. I mean, how far are they going? Is, right. I guess they didn't yeah. say. I mean, they could do it from the ground up. They. Need I have. To. I have a feeling that they're going to keep like, for example, they could keep all the voice acting as a place to start and build it off of there. Because I feel like recasting and retelling the entire story. I mean, there's a lot in that game. For being, even though it's 2003, there's a lot in there. So, sure, there's so they can, many different. Yeah, they can reuse a lot. They can. Well, well they at could least totally audio. do it from scratch. You know, 
We'll see. <sighs> yeah. It's one of those things like if just do it right. Don't give us some half ass update game. I need if I yeah. mean even the the trailer, look how fucking good it looks. Yep. You're setting you're already setting Teaser, your expectations yeah. our expectations way high. That True. trailer was fucking crazy yeah. and all it was was Revan's face. Yeah. Well, mask. Oh yeah. That's the only face so, I So we didn't, um, as you play in the game, you never hear yourself talk. It was kind of right True. on that cusp of like your main character in an RPG didn't say anything. It was yep. all just text. But, yeah. So what if they cast someone to be Revan's voice like they did with Shepard? Girl and boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. Just make it a, you know, a dude and a chick. That's fine. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Now, what if, if, what if Karth's they put, voice isn't annoying as fuck, I'll be upset. Yeah, you can't change Karth being a bitch. I don't know. And also, I have a request for you guys if you're listening from Aspire Games or whatever the name of the company is. <laughs> great great way to start a request. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the fuck you are. This is going into the ether. Someone will find it. <laughs> um, hashtag request. Can you make it feasible to get through the game with blasters? Because I've tried it and I've gotten like kind of close, but it gets a little monotonous. And I, after the first planet, sorry, after Dantooine and then the first planet, I kind of give up. But it'd be fun to do, you know, a whole new uh, set of combinations on how you can build your character. So there's a lot he's of variation a, in the first one, but you he's know, a Vulk or Shock Stick the whole time. How many times can you up, upgrade uh, it? Electric Dildo the whole time. Yeah. Electric Dildo. <laughs> the so. ED, you're going to get it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it regardless. That's all. Yeah. It's funny that uh, Ewan, literally, the quote was, I think it will not disappoint. <laughs> the fuck? I watched, the, I watched the video of that. It's like, he's just kind of like casually chatting. It's not like it was like a formal interview. He was just sure. like, yeah, I think, you know, it'll be good. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I get it, but that was a terrible quote. <laughs> I think it won't piss a lot of people off. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Also, you don't you don't know how much they're gonna add. You know, it's weird to say, but you know, all of the acting that he's done in those scenes. I mean, there's a lot of CGI that goes in, and he's not actually talking to Vader, or you know, they're gonna put that in later. I wonder. Oh, actually. Will we see suited Vader just walking around and will that be Hayden? I assume, yeah. Well, I guess my my mind went to Iron Man. Whenever you see full suited Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. is not involved. Right, it's a stuntman. Slash no, CGI. It's it's all CGI. Uh one hundred percent. Depends. There's like some that are a mixture. But I guess it, it doesn't make sense because Vader's just walking around. The whole point is Iron Man can fly. Right. I get it. It shoots it. like, it. you know, laser blasts and stuff. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Daco, no, this is not the remake where we get to be the Shlummies. Those, nope. those gents got cease and desisted, which we now know is for an actual reason and not the mouse being a See, bitch. See, that's, that's the silver lining. That shit got canceled, but at least it was canceled for this. Right. And not just canceled just to cancel them, you know? Right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it was back all the way on episode 94. Um, but there was two guys uh, under the name Apeiron Kotor. That's A-P-E-I-R-O-N. Kotor. Ape Iron. Ape Iron. Ape Iron Kotor. And they were remaking it um, 
So kind of like what we've been talking about using all like the audio assets and like the story and everything, but redesigning the levels and all that from the ground up with new Making graphics. Making it look beautiful. Unreal Engine. Um, but yeah, they so we they, we had them on the show. It was a lot of fun. And we were kind of joking around like we're going to be the voice actors for the schlummies that you meet on Terrace. Um, but they got cease and desisted. And there was another um, indie group kind of remaking KOTOR. They also got the same. And we were kind of annoyed at the time, like, blah, 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 Disney's not doing anything. Why can't we just let the fans have fun? But now we know they did that because they were actually going to remix KOTOR. But think about that that timeline. Like, that shit happened probably four years ago. Yeah. And just now we get we get a, hey, it's happening. And you're like, dude, we got three more years to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two or three. Yeah. I, I, say, I said three. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm just kind of making it up. We don't know how far in development they are. It's like they could be like, years. hey, we just had this idea. We got it in motion last month. We're going to make a teaser. Or they could be, you know, 75% of the way. You never really know. Oh, yeah. But, okay. Okay. Schlummies. I guess that's oh, it. Here's an interesting question. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I saw Phantom Finn just uh, mention Rogue One and Vader. Are they going to have James Earl Jones do the voice? If they Vader better has to speak. not. They better not. You know, it'd be really interesting if they found a new way to do. If Vader talked without the helmet, and they found a way to, you know, it would be Hayden's voice, and if they could modulate it or something to make it sound kind of like hoarse or fucked up, it'd be cool to hear him talk without the helmet on. What if they did some stupid shit i hope they do I really hope where they, they have hayden hayden's voice distorted and use it and then they throw in a reason why it got the voice modulator got busted or something so it got redesigned and then you have james earl jones's voice going forward interesting just as a hey we can we can make it through the obi-wan series with hayden's voice and it would still be like a uh, but then <laughs> that's exactly what Hayden sounds like. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it was a little weak in Rogue One. That's what I just I don't want that. Right. I would rather them. And it's been another five years since then. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking dude, five years ago. King. Rogue One was five years ago. That's crazy. Wow. Force of I. Uh, because I was looking for an old uh, photo, and I was going back through my photos library, scrolling way back, and yeah, looking at like our Rogue One event and our Last Jedi event. Yeah, Rogue One was five years ago. That's crazy. That was the second movie that came out, right? It, seven yep. and then Rogue. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Damn, man. Damn. I remember just being so fucking hyped for Seven. Yep. I it's, think that my peak of excitement in the Disney era was going into Last Jedi. Obviously, like everything yeah. coming back was important, and Force Awakens was a lot of fun. But you go from that to Rogue One, that gets you on a real high, and then you just can't imagine how Luke is going to be in Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. And then we're at Celebration, and you see the trailer yeah. and Ray's training, and Luke's old, and Kylo's pissed, and like. I feel like that was the pinnacle of like, oh my god, Star Wars. Yeah, and I feel like the trailer had him that elevator scene with the, with his helmet where he's bashing it, and I was like, dude, there's so much emotion yeah. in that. I'm like, fuck, some shit's gonna happen in this movie. Yeah. God. All right. Well, I hope the next six or seven years of Star Wars can get me as hyped 
as what I hoped the past six or seven years of Star Wars could have done. Well, I uh, take it back because Vader does talk in episode three. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. All right. Why did you kill my wife? Why did she die because of me? (laughs) Why did you make me do that? (laughs) All right, guys. Tamagotchi's completed all of it. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Uh, If you did not watch this episode live, do yourself a favor. Look us up on YouTube. Throw us a little sub, and uh, we live stream every episode. So catch us on YouTube and chat with us and tell us what to talk about and call us out for not knowing any of the Star Wars knowledge. And if you'd like uh, to hear us chat about CKY... Uh, we're going to be jumping yes. on Revenge of the 90s, our buddy's podcast, where they basically just pick a 90s movie and then they chat about it. And they go pretty deep into it. So uh, they chose us for that because we're dumbasses and we fit the bill for CKY. True. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, it's not far-fetched. We talk about the goddamn CKY on this shithole. So we might oh, as well yeah. do it on their shithole, too. No, it's a good crossover. And they just got done doing a whole streak of Keanu films. Um, mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. The Matrix was good. Speed, Speed was good. That one I enjoyed a lot. I love Speed. Um, they are huge fans of The Mummy, as am I. And I think you mm-hmm. are as well. That's kind of like they're, out of all the ones they've done, it's like they always come back to quoting The Mummy because it's so good. Turtles. 90s Batmans. Yep. And they're about to get into um, an entire run of horror films as we lead up to Halloween. So they did that last year. Silence of the Lambs, Sleepy Hollow, a lot of good stuff. So hopefully they do Dracula. I'm looking forward to that one. A Um, 90s Dracula? Yeah. I talked about it. Francis Ford Coppola, Dracula with... Anthony Hopkins and Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman. Ooh, Silence of the Lambs. Yep, that's a good one. So I uh, I broke open the Halloween floodgates with House of a Thousand Corpses. So now it's time to get into spooky season. Spooky season. No, I'm down for it. <sighs> Let's we'll do, do it. it. And you shall too. Goodbye. Recording stopped.